0: How's it going, everybody? That's right. If you're hearing my voice, it is another magical episode of The Coven Podcast, wherein we throw everything into the cauldron, everything feminism, everything geeky, and we discuss what comes boiling up. And boy, is it in a roiling boil today! Bubble. So this last week, we we had we lost a titan of the publishing industry in Hugh Hefner. Um, we were waiting for that to come along for a very long time. <laughs> he really held on, but now that he's gone, he has a very interesting legacy to discuss, and that's what we're gonna do today. I am your host, Daily Wilhelm, the Witch of the Wavelengths. Joining me today is.
1: Matthew Yap,
2: the druid of depression. And our new <laughs> guest... Eric Dingus, the magician of the memes. Your last name's Dingus? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. I'm not going to laugh at no. it. But I'm going to laugh at it <laughs> No, you bit. can laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's been that way since elementary school. Uh, how do will, I not know we that? We will
0: rely on you, though, the magician of the memes, to oh, provide no. some okay. memes to some this podcast. I have some expectations
2: to fulfill. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So, uh, Hugh Hefner... Like, just kind of, like, first impressions. What do you think of when you think of Hugh Hefner?
1: I, growing up, I thought he was the coolest person. Like, I was very much uh, just, like, a young kid who was very much kind of programmed to think... Who, you know, I, I like looked at Playboys when I was a kid, even though I wasn't supposed to. And so it was like he was this very cool like this is what like cool older men are. This is how you mm-hmm. be like an
2: alpha male kind of thing. Like it's classy. This, just yeah. very classy. Yeah, so the it,
0: smoking jacket yeah. and yeah. the asset. Yeah. He's yeah. always in
2: like that robe, that really like nice robe mm-hmm. in his mansion. Surrounded by like, like beautiful women. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, I don't know. That's how I thought he was. I thought he was, like, just really, really cool. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I did not realize the effect that money has. So, I just figured, like, he must be the most charming man (laughs) on this earth that all these women want to be with him all the time. I was like, he must be a really interesting guy. And by all rights, he really was a very interesting guy. Mm -hmm. Especially um, back in time a little bit in, like, the time that playboy first came out that was hugely revolutionary oh yeah Mm -hmm. that was so crazy what he was doing um and how he was like pushing that to be mainstream and that's kind of how we have mainstream like oh playboy it's not as like big a deal as like what the internet might have to (laughs) offer Mm -hmm. um and like that's a really big part of his legacy is like this uh sexual revolution like he's Mm. kind of the face of it um in like making women being sexual mainstream mm-hmm. and like yes. if anyone disagrees with that then you're a prude mm-hmm. and you're you know you can't show your ankles and all that <laughs> but there's I'm kind I'm honestly of...
1: for
2: full nudity except the ankle the ankles too except much. The ankle, <laughs> it's you too need much. need yeah.
0: some socks <laughs> so.
2: yeah he was always like really like positive on body image whether it be like whether it was like stereotypes or whether it like formed of those kind of like uh, societal standards i feel like he did like really understand how um how the body can be like in a positive way, how it can be viewed in a positive light. And especially like for older generations, like uh, I personally never like read any of his magazines. Oh sure, right. I've, I've never read. I honestly sure. haven't. Right I honestly haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I've never read any of his magazines because I had the internet. Okay, that's true. Fair <laughs> <enough>. Older <laughs> generations, Fair that's enough. all they had. Back in
1: the trailer park, we couldn't <laughs> <laughs> have your fancy talking machines. <laughs> <Yeah>. We had. <laughs> we didn't have the magic box. We, we had, had to read it to on a magazine. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: because that was the thing too. Is that uh, Playboy was. At a certain point in time, the articles were fantastic. And mm. it was it became more about the articles than it was about the naked women within mm. those pages. I mean, Stephen King, one of the first places he was published was through Playboy. And a lot of his stories are continually published through Playboy to this day. Yeah. Um, because, dang, he's still writing. He will not stop. <laughs> he can't stop, won't stop. Um, <laughs> but, so... Playboy is kind of like branded itself as like a gentleman's magazine, yeah. not just as like gentlemen's, like a gentleman's <laughs> club mm-hmm. or whatever. It it did honestly become like here is all like the fanciest things and the fanciest things that you're reading. And there just kind of happened to be naked women also right. in those mm-hmm. pages. Um, but kind of back where it was at the start though, it was definitely about the naked oh, women yeah. in the pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In whatever various state of nudity there was involved. And that was, like, there was a lot of pushback against that. Mm-hmm. And I think where we would see this in today's age is that, like, the people that were pushing back were trying to stop women from owning their own sexuality. yeah,
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Definitely.
0: embracing that and that, like, outside of, like, a marriage that was, like, totally taboo and, oh, like, yeah. how dare you? Like, wait, you're having sex outside of a marriage? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Whoa. And
2: this guy's had sex with... Like I don't know how many women. like oh, yeah. he's a man. Don't yeah. worry about that. But yeah. the woman, yeah, the, <laughs> the women. women. Oh, <laughs> don't, worry the you, we- <laughs> don't worry about Hugh though.
0: Don't worry about Hugh though. But uh, and so he did do a significantly good job of like bringing women's own like rights into the forefront in yeah. terms of like owning our own bodies. Like, they can do what they want. They're yeah. allowed
1: to be sexy. Yeah, it was like <laughs> the first time that people like were someone was willing to say a woman can be sexy and not be like an awful person. She's (laughs) not this like awful slut whore she's just a woman who is sexy and it's <laughs> fine yeah, yeah
0: yeah I think it did a good job of like humanizing women that embrace that too yes because it's like oh I you know read about someone that looks a lot like you in playboy or whatever mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like I'm totally fine with like you wanting to do like photography and posing and modeling I think that's where it came from too is that like women that tried to be models it's like what you're, you know people are gonna like ask for you to be naked all the time yeah. and like you're just gonna wind like, up how can having you do to do that
2: that, like, how can you be like married or how can you be in a relationship right. where you're doing all these like nude modeling, like gigs, and can you like go home to your husband or go home to your boyfriend and like just act like it's all for him or, yeah, or yeah. not? Maybe,
0: yeah, but. Playboy kind of erased that stigma because it made it into a cool thing to right. be mm-hmm. to want to embrace your own sexuality. Mm-hmm. But I'll say there's the caveat to that is that personally, I feel like playboy and by extension Hugh Hefner also invented the cool girl. If yes. you either of you have you either of you ever watched a uh, Gone Girl?
2: Yeah. ah, uh, yes, I have watched So Gone girl.
0: when she's talking about like the cool girl, she's down for anything. You know, she drinks beer, but she doesn't drink wine yeah. and you know, she eats but not too much. She still maintains her figure somehow, mm-hmm. but she's cool with like It was like, a hanging very out.
2: complicated facade that she put up. Right. Definitely. It's like
0: so that nothing gets in the way of like what the man right. in the relationship wants.
2: Mm-hmm. It's the
1: perfect she she keeps this beautiful sexy body and attitude without maintaining
2: any of it. Yeah. None and of
0: those like high maintenance no, dealios mm-hmm.
2: And like through like through that film like we see her having like a more powerful role and like taking like control of like him and like just just messing his life up. Yeah. But we see that she was actually like She was actually a slave to that kind of standard, and she was like a slave to that kind of um, influence. We still see
1: the same issue today, and not just with the cool girl issue, just with like women in general. Like every guy. I don't care about makeup and like a high maintenance girl who does that. I just want like the natural beauty, you know, like Kim Kardashian or something. Like men don't... (laughs) Yeah, okay. Men don't understand the concept of what natural beauty really (laughs) is anymore. So they want like a girl who's not too like self-centered and obsessed with makeup, but they want somebody who looks like they are.
0: Right. And that just then leads to women feeling like they have to hide those things about themselves while simultaneously that's being marketed at them Mm -hmm. like blaring through the speakers that like this is the way you need to look, this is the Way you need to eat but at the same time you have to be cool about it you can't yeah. you can't be into that but you have to be so into that that mm-hmm. you're able to maintain it and you it. see
2: that you see that all the time yeah. like just like walking around the street like you know that they're being influenced by that even like kids like 13 you know just young kids it's yeah.
0: pretty terrifying seeing, like, what a typical 14-year-old girl looks like today mm-hmm. versus what oh a 14-year-old my God. They like. They know how to, like, like contour look like. and Absolutely. stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't
0: even know what a contour is. And, like, yeah. I'm all for embracing, like, hey, you're interested in makeup. Like, go, go for, for that. It. But I feel like... It's the expectation. It's the expectation. Mm-hmm. There's this really insidious, like, pressure that, like, this is the way you need to look. And I think a lot of that comes from seeing, constantly seeing women that are just, like, you you can't achieve that there's photoshopped involved there's a lot of mm-hmm. makeup involved there's an entire crew of photographers involved in making that woman look the way she does
1: well and if you look at like teenage girls in media now so like oh my god throw yeah. it back to like the 90s like full house one of the most popular shows like dj and stephanie and all them they look like 14 year old girls yeah, yeah. they looked like children and now if you look at it these 14 year old grow. girls. Are, I think uh, Riverdale's a great example. Mm. One of them is she's like in her 20s and she's playing a 16 year old girl and she looks like a grown woman. And everyone in that show who is like these high school kids, they look like grown women. And so mm. when you're in high school and you're like, uh, oh, I want to be Veronica, mm-hmm. guess I need to learn how to like contour myself and. Have
2: an unbelievably small waist and all these things yeah. I mm-hmm. can't do. And the way and the reason they do that, the reason they have like um, actors like in their twenties playing like sixteen-year-olds, is mainly because of like labor laws. Like they have certain restrictions that they put on kids under a certain age that like they can't like because they they're supposed to be going to school. You know what I mean? Right. Like they're kind of required to go to school by law. So um, so a lot of them just cast twenty-year-olds or eighteen-year-olds or something like that to play younger people just so they could have enough time to shoot. But I I do get that kind of, like, unbelievable standard of how they're uh – Depicting older people into younger people's bodies, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's
0: like, why don't I look like that? Mm-hmm. Ask the thirteen-year-old. But, but I do, I do understand, understand the studios, right? Yeah.
2: I do understand understand the studios and their work ethic, though. I do understand what they're trying to do, but like again, that's not it's not benefiting society in any way. by Yeah, by doing it that.
0: certain things become like just unreachable, but like we don't know that because we're presented that mm-hmm. it is reachable. It's mm-hmm. just you got to put in a little effort, honey. But uh, <laughs> same thing with. With uh, Playboy, I feel like then it created that pressure to be the cool girl, to be the girl that's down for anything. Mm, and because you have that's to be what blonde. Yeah. Yeah. There was very <laughs> was very, very certain very, very into blonde. uh particular body standards needed, <laughs> yep. including like what is your hair doing, like what's mm. your like waist size, what's your breast size, mm-hmm. etc. Um and like he maintained that personally. If I remember reading correctly, the so the Playboy Mansion itself there, you had to live up to certain expectations every single day if you were going to be invited to live there. Mm -hmm. Like if you continued living, there, right. If you gained any weight. No. that's that's an offense yeah. you might get kicked out that's strike one
2: mm-hmm. if
0: you know you tried to date anyone else that's definitely an offense yeah strike it wasn't
2: one. like even if they're living under the same roof it wasn't a family it was a company yeah and right. i think that's what it was like to it's to anything like it was just its baseline was it that it was a company it was not like a family like they weren't there to be friends yeah like it was a company And <laughs> it,
0: but it was all on this one Old man's terms, yeah. As to what was Which is going like, on, kind of funny
2: when you think about it like that. <laughs> it was just one guy's opinion, and then he just started all this.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is something to be said for like Hugh Hefner started a lot of things he and maintained did. a lot of things over the years. Mm-hmm. But I think as time went on, everything really spiraled out of grasp. Yeah. And I don't think it's fair to have that expectation. But at the same time, for someone who is was so vocal about like reproductive rights and lgbt rights um and he you know called himself a feminist people called him a feminist but really it was feminism on his own terms yeah it was okay you know you get all these benefits i'm going to promote you but in the end there has to be like 20 women in my bedroom pleasing me
1: i think the issue that it all came down to is i think hugh hefner really liked women i don't think hugh hefner respected women Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like he really enjoyed the concept of feminism and he wanted like uh equal rights they deserve good things but then when it came down to it he just never saw them on his level he saw them as people who needed to follow his rules yeah, and that's where definitely. the issue lied. he liked them as long as they fit what he needed mm-hmm.
2: and the fact like they had like these weird like requirements for being in the mansion itself and like how he they actually had to have intercourse with him was like just yeah. insane to me I
0: mean for like a company um, I'm not gonna sign it any contract that mm-hmm. requires that at any point. No. And I don't know if you can I legally have that in a contract. If any companies like, are
1: listening, I will.
0: I really will No. We do not promote no that. Here. It's in the bite contract just when you join. But no. Gosh. Uh I mean, it's kind of, like, horrifying because you do, like, there was that E! show, Girls Next Door, and it was, you know, it was about the three main bunnies that were, you know, Hugh's girlfriends, (laughs) and even though he was married, I think, at the time, too, yeah, he was married. Has he had
2: multiple wives? Yep. How many, like? A uh, a a (laughs) lot. Well, yes,
0: he's certainly had a lot of girlfriends, and there's some quote floating around out there that he estimates that he has slept with at least 400 women. So oh, Jesus. That, that, I know that should like <laughs>
1: upset me and be like, gross. But honestly, all I can be like is, man, he did that.
2: Like, <laughs> he that's
0: like an accomplishment.
2: Like you go,
1: Hugh. <laughs> <you." laughs>
0: but uh... but I, I heard
2: somewhere I heard from some source that he was a 22 year old virgin. Which is interesting. Relatable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, he gets maybe, better
1: every day.
0: <laughs> maybe that's where it all came from. It just like, seems he, like old for him. Yeah. He, just, he waited
1: a lot, and then he just went way overboard.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was just compensating the entire yeah, time. Like There true. was that kid in high school that was like, hey, you're just a virgin. And then the rest <laughs> of his like, life, he was wait. just like,
1: He's like, Who's a virgin now, Tommy? <laughs> yeah. And he's the like, girls are like, What? And he's like, Don't don't worry about it. It's
2: fine. <laughs> he's like, I'll show them. <laughs> I'll show him.
0: I'll show him. And he's like dead like for the last twenty years, but he's still like, Tommy, <laughs> I'll show you. But Okay. Funnies aside, there are some <laughs> horrifying things that we have oh, yeah, to acknowledge. Major issues. So <laughs> despite the like really fun, like kind of slice of life, slice of a really weird life of uh, show, um girls next door Mm -hmm. about those three playboy bunnies and like they would you know go on shoots and they talked about like oh hef you know sent us this he bought me a car whatever happened and it was like oh everything's so happy-go-lucky right well behind the cameras behind the scenes scenes. not so much (laughs) because holly um who was arguably kind of like the main girl like if we're doing like powerpuff girls she was blossom Mm -hmm. um (laughs) we had a recent podcast about uh the powerpuff girls if you want to check that out shameless plug um (laughs) go find about bliss guys (laughs) yeah uh in 2015 she released a memoir um called down the rabbit hole which like Great title. Great great title. Um, And it was just essentially detailing what a hellish place that Mm -hmm. the Playboy Mansion was. (laughs) It was, yeah, absolutely. It was definitely an expose. And I don't think that Hefner himself ever really commented on it um, in his last two years. (laughs) I would I I mean, there was just things about, like, A, like the expectations. There was, like, the expectation Mm -hmm. that at some point you got you got to take those as Hugh like to call them thigh openers which is code for roofies oh, uh, no yeah you know, just to make everyone a little more pliable you know oh, what i'm saying oh no yeah um so that was that was a general expectation and although she said that before she agreed to go live at the mansion everyone told her it's like no 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 that's just a myth that like he sleeps with everyone like mm-hmm. he's he's old like don't think about that First night in the initiation takes place where um, he just has her and like the former girl, whoever, whatever girlfriend that was at the time, and it's like, okay, you're gonna show her the ropes. And I I read a little more so into creepy. that, and it, yeah, that's that's just, that just what it comes up. to. just so unbelievably of. creepy. And <laughs> then there's the fact that uh, the Playboy Mansion. is was the setting for a lot of, or at least three, if I remember right, um, of the alleged Cosby rapes. That's so, insane. Like,
2: <laughs> the same dude. That
0: happened under the same roof, and that totally sounds like that would be something that would happen under that roof if everyone's passing <laughs> around thigh <laughs> openers. Yeah. Yeah. God, I hate that. <laughs> that makes my skin crawl. <laughs> yeah, that's super squicky. I'm not into it, but uh, Hugh Hefner sure was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. and especially
2: with like that the behind the camera part like the like the mansion was just so like grimy like i saw like various videos and like documentaries were like the mansion was just gross like it it didn't even look nice it was just it was just dilapidated and it was just not taken care of it was just gross this is gonna sound weird
1: but i kind of think we are all to blame not completely because everyone's responsible for themselves but I think society is partially the blame for Hugh Hefner and what I mean by (laughs) that (laughs) is we kind of escalated him to a this like sex god and like women loved Hugh Hefner it wasn't just men women at the time loved Hugh Hefner and they thought he was like this sexy cool guy in his robe and like with his like smoking pipe and everyone kind of escalated him this like yeah Hugh sex is great you're doing great Mm -hmm. everything you do you it his ego. Yeah, it fed his ego into – I almost feel like because these women were agreeing to come live at this mansion with right. him, these beautiful young women mm-hmm. who knew of the rumors that people dismissed, but they he they knew that they were probably going to end up sleeping with Hugh Hefner, and they continued to come. And so I almost feel like, again, he's completely responsible for himself but I'm not surprised in the slightest with the, all those factors coming in he would turn into this weird sex deviant who thinks it's okay to roofie women because they like it it's a thigh opener sex is great no one's oh having a bad God. time here yeah mm. I
0: mean he was like his appearance especially as like the past couple decades he was just an old man that's mm. a lot less threatening than like a 30 something that has all these women in his house and it's yeah. like that's a little mm. more suspect but it's like he's an old man what's just, he gonna do maybe he doesn't like really younger, sleep like, with e- them
2: yeah it's like easier to to overpower you know what right I mean? it's yeah like, and, to, like, and physically overpower and that's
0: definitely something that he did that's very well reported that at some point um in his younger years when the uh, mansion first opened up he the the word was uh they got sued the publication that uh published about this rape they were like you can't use the word rape it mm-hmm. totally happened but you can't use the word rape just say forced himself upon yeah and that was in that creepy like jacuzzi grotto Mm -hmm. with like all the gross stuff swimming inside Mm -hmm. that you mentioned earlier that they never really upkept so that happened Mm -hmm. um and like we i feel like we just choose to ignore a lot of like his sins because it's like well no he hasn't like said like women are dumb or that you know women are just bitches or anything like even though he's you know using women to benefit himself he hasn't said anything bad.
2: Yeah. And, a, and a lot of that boils down to like money. A lot of that boils down to money. Mm-hmm. Like when, when a normal person commits a crime, it, he gets arrested or it's jail time. If like a celebrity commits a crime, it's a scandal. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's very different.
0: I mean, there was the whole cover-up with those uh, photo shoots with Brooke Shields at 10 years old, yeah, like a made-up, like she, like we were talking about earlier how like girls are doing their makeup at a very young age. She, mm. like her face looked like she was like trying to be 20, but she's a 10-year-old girl mm. and it was a nude photo shoot that he was going to publish uh. in Sugar and Spice, which was like one of the offshoots of Playboy.
2: And he had to have known Oh yeah, like he had to. That's just weird. That's crazy. That's creepy. that's not
0: something like it's <laughs> that's like insanity. there's there's not a ambiguous like oh no. maybe this is bad maybe mm-hmm. publishing no Child it Point was is once bad. again
1: Hugh thought he's like I got away with making porn a <laughs> thing like, maybe I can push the envelope <laughs> yeah. even
0: more yeah <laughs> and he all the way. <laughs> he got away with uh he was kind of the first first person to like leak nudes mm-hmm. he leaked Marilyn Monroe's nudes that she took when she was like you know, a down and out actress that was just trying to get um, a foothold in Hollywood for the Mm -hmm. first time. And he released those at like the height of her career with the intention of ruining it. Mm -hmm. And it absolutely had an effect. And like, you know, she was really torn up about it. And but then so Hugh Hefner died. Right. Guess where he's going to be buried
2: is it next to Marilyn?
0: Next to Marilyn. He oh, No. He bought the plot next to her what? grave. That is
2: the pettiest thing I've ever heard in my entire Even life. Even
0: though like all throughout like her final days she was like denouncing him and hating him, oh, but God. he was like, you know, you know, she was the ultimate sex bomb and you know that's the kind of thing I published. So for me to lay next to her forever.
2: Oh, that's so Then, creepy. you know, I that's the dream to I be in to bed grave, with Marilyn Rob. forever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's but, move you somewhere else, honey. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs>
0: but yeah. And again, pretty sure he's married at the time. Oh. He's been married it, so many. Poor different wife. Times.
1: Like she's like you know like, when we die, <laughs> we're gonna be next to each other forever, sweetie. And he was just like, oh no, I'm going next to Marilyn. I'm gonna go. Sorry about here. that. <laughs> you're fine. Who's
0: Marilyn? <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Get with
1: the times, sweetie. Like. <laughs> Which other Marilyn? <Maryland>, like? <laughs> he's like, plus you're like 20 so like you're
2: not dying <laughs> 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 Yeah,
0: yeah. It's gonna be a while. That that's honestly the thing is that yeah. um his wife that I believe he still had up to his death, Crystal Hefner. Mm-hmm. She she was a former uh playmate and she's probably like she might be on the older side. She might be thirty, if whoa, you can believe whoa, it. 30. Right? That's a little yeah. gross. that's ancient.
1: Who looks at thirty year old women? I know I don't. <laughs>
0: right. That was the that's the other thing about the kind of the uh like atmosphere that I feel like Playboy created is that women over a certain age are no longer valid. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They eventually, eventually, disappear. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, it's just... Yeah. yeah my they,
0: go from, they go mm-hmm. from
1: like sex pistols to mothers. Like, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah.
0: yeah. My 30th birthday hits, I will disappear from existence. That's just what <laughs>
1: happens. And we'll miss you, but you okay. <laughs> won't remember.
0: So. <laughs> you won't remember is the thing, right? It, just like we don't remember everything that Hugh Hefner was involved with. <laughs> but we, I feel like we ignore those things because we wanted to have a bigger voice, like a recognizable voice Mm -hmm. speaking for like reproductive rights and LGBT plus rights. Um, And it was like for him who is associated with like such a like manly pursuit of like uh, publishing women's nudes uh, for him to speak out about that. I felt like it had more of a punch, especially at the time Mm -hmm. because the thing about like speaking out about certain rights is that a lot of people will be dismissive and be like, oh, you're just one of those like militant feminists yeah. or whatever. But to have someone a household name that was
1: the man, like you,
0: the man. Yeah. yeah to mm-hmm. say like, hey, I think that if women want abortions, they should be able to have that. Yeah, that's pretty powerful.
1: It's, it reminds me of, I was talking to one of my professors the other day, who, she's a black woman, and basically we were discussing the Cosby rape accusations, and she said she went so long, like, there was so much evidence, and, like, all these different women saying that he did it, and she went so long just refusing to believe it, like, she said, she was like, nope, not Bill Cosby, and she now recognizes that, yeah, it absolutely happened, and she says the reason she was so unwilling to believe it is because That was when she was growing up. That was, there was a respectable black man on TV. And that's the only time she'd ever seen that. And so I think that's why a lot of people with Hugh Hefner and Bill Cosby, like, we want these people to be the good people we have because we don't have a lot of them. We don't have a lot of, like, prominent male Mm -hmm. feminists. We, in TV, we don't always get black men depicted in good ways. And so we want them to have this respectable
2: Mm -hmm. aura. Because you build a connection with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You build a connection, whether, even if you don't know their, like, their personal life or everything that's going on like, behind the curtain, you still, like, develop a connection to them because you see them everywhere. Right. So you want to think that it's good. You want to think that they're positive people, but...
1: You're willing to ignore all the bad just in hopes you can keep this idle.
2: Yeah, right. exactly.
0: And and there's a price for that when, like, stuff like the whole Cosby thing comes out. It's, like, we we lost that, definitely, but I think we're... I want to say we're in an age now where we have more figures to represent black men Mm -hmm. positively on television. But absolutely, I think the reason why there was a lot of hold on like, no, not him is a, you know, he was such a like supposedly a family man. Like the Cosby Mm -hmm. show was about family. Yeah. Yeah. And and then to have that come out that he did something like that. It's it's just really shocking. Mm -hmm. And he has
2: such a jolly persona oh you yeah know, he he always had like this like really just positive like uplifting persona yeah and I think that's why that's what made everybody like, he was a father figure
1: to an entire generation
0: yeah, oh, yeah. for real yeah and it's, it's kind of the same with Hugh Hefner you know the way we and a lot of people knew him was just as you know, the little old man yeah. publishes Playboy. It was like kind he of likes funny. Sex. It <laughs> was. Anyway. We were like this.
1: We were like this little old dude with a silk robe and a captain's hat. So like manly. he's making porn. Like all these so women funny. like
0: hanging off of him. Like I love it. It was, I, it was
1: like that's cute, and then it's not cute. And then <laughs>
0: actually, there's there's a much darker. He's kind of evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like if we had known him at 30, it would have been a lot more like mm. insidious. It would have been like, oh, I don't like what's going on here. Yeah. Near as much, mm-hmm. but it was in like his 30s, and I mean, his 30s were like the f- 60s, I want to mm, say. There, I yeah. can't do math, but in that was when he was very first purporting, like, hey, gay people should have rights. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> what, what, Hugh?
1: Well, it turns out I do disagree with him, Shane.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh no, oh, oh no, <laughs> um, I'm gay. <laughs> But but at the same time, even the whole like Marilyn Monroe thing had already happened. So I feel like it goes back to we're willing to overlook a lot of things um, in order to have positive representation, to have people being like, hey, wouldn't it be great if everyone had rights? (laughs) Yes, it would. Please say that more. (laughs) Like you have this massive platform and he used it in a positive way. For the most (laughs) part. For the most part. So, like, overall, this conversation is kind of, uh, you know, I guess controversial because we're speaking ill of the dead.
2: Yeah, but. Yeah, but, you know. (laughs) The dead are ill, ill, so. (laughs) (laughs) The illest. He is the illest. But not in the good way. He was sick. I wish I was dead. (laughs) To me, it's kind (laughs) of his fault for leaving that legacy, but.
0: I feel like that's just going to be a subliminal message on this podcast, just Matt saying, I wish I was it. dead.
1: Actually, I've said it seven times now, and no one's caught on.
0: It, try to count. Go back and Go listen. Go back and listen. <laughs> Share with your friends. Have them
1: listen. Yeah. Leave it down in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> How many did you hear? Please promote us.
0: <laughs> but um, I, I do think it's important to have these conversations, though, and not have people's, like, legacies be sacred just because they died. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same can be said for, you know, like, a lot of different icons for various movements it's like you don't want to say that hey they did some really messed up stuff in yeah. the past but it's like mm-hmm. we're but they chose they it. did
2: you know they chose to have that legacy like the choices you make that that's their choice you know i feel like people are. they know people are going to talk about yeah. it yeah it's their choice there's so a lot of them. huge
1: icons in like uh lgbt right well especially lgb movements where like these like gay men and like lesbian women they're like really big in the communities and they're doing a lot and then they're like ah, trans people that's kind of gross like yeah, yeah. I I've I never know, understood yeah, that in the yeah, slightest
0: like, like I know there was like originally a huge falling behind like Jeffrey Star yeah and but then he was like hey trans people are gross and it's like wow okay <laughs> thanks, thanks Jeff <laughs> uh, no longer gonna buy your makeup <laughs> it wasn't that good anyway but. It's yeah, there's there's that contradictory thing where it's like, yes, we want you to say like the one thing that you're saying good things about, like Hugh Hefner was saying good things about like LGBT rights and reproductive rights. But then the rest of it. Yeah. But then the rest of it. And it's kind of one of those situations where you're looking at like the artist versus their art, like mm-hmm. where does that separate? Like can you like this movie with while knowing that the director is like this super creepy guy that harasses people? Right. Mm-hmm. Like can I you mean,
2: Hitler was a good painter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad was a painter. He
2: was. He was a good painter. He was good at making he was good <laughs> at art. He wanted to major in art. So, yeah, he didn't get into art school. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that he's bad at painting just because he was a terrible person. <laughs>
0: can can we like blame whoever like didn't let him into yes. like art school for just everything? <laughs> yeah,
2: the Holocaust is that guy's fault.
0: Thanks thanks dude. I wonder if like <laughs> That's what got him angry. <laughs> that's one of those things like somewhere like a family secret is like don't tell anyone, but like we your your learn. great-grandfather is the one that said like nine you can't go to art <laughs> <Nine>. school. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Oh, Oh, but these are the, I mean, we're all, we're all human. And (laughs) if you, if you live a very long time, you're going to have a lot of different things happen in your life. And I think it's very, uh, ingenuine to say that this one event represents your entire life Mm -hmm. because it's like you, you did a lot of other things, whether good or bad. Um, and so, yeah, I'm rambling, but Hugh Hefner.
1: Hugh Hefner.
0: Hugh Hefner, he seemed like a really cool dude, turns out not so much, I'm a little disappointed to be honest, but I think it's important to recognize that and uh, not ignore it and be like, well, you know, he was cool, shush about, like, the Brooke Shields 10-year-old <laughs> child porn like, we don't need to talk about that that wound up in a museum, that wound up in the Tate Modern Museum before someone was like, hey, that's yeah. child I was porn just saying, why? Oh,
2: yeah. that's some good art right there
0: no, no. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm. there's there's a lot of, like, men that did really great things, but, like, if you take a little bit of a closer look, super problematic. Yeah. Super problematic.
1: I was going to say Donald Trump, but I don't even want to pretend he did good things in the slightest.
0: Where? So. Where? Where? <laughs> oh, my His God. His
1: role in Home Alone 2 was all right. There we go. It was pretty <laughs> that good. That was iconic. That was a thing. That was, that that was, a, was a thing. thing. Was a thing.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, we, we have to look at uh, – the entire parts, not the sum of the parts, I guess, I feel yeah. like. like It's the opposite of what you would usually recommend. <laughs> that we are not the sum... Of all our parts. We are so much more than that. But after you're dead, we can talk about you however we want to we not get sued. It's over. <laughs> it's over now. We can so. talk
2: about
1: all the shit we want. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it can and, be petty. and we'll
0: <laughs> talk about it here on the Coven Podcast. Whoa. Hey, guys. So you can find all our podcasts here at ByBSU.com. You can find us on iTunes at Ball State Daily. Same thing over on SoundCloud. Same account. Um, be sure to check out some of our other articles, including um different reports on various celebrity deaths including the late but great tom petty Rest his soul, because he's actually dead, despite what several different people said uh, at various times. Um, So be sure to check out our news, our features, our reviews, etc., here at ByteBSU.com. And we're all over Twitter and Facebook. If you disagree with us, let us know down in the comments below. Um, Hit that like button. I'm turning into a YouTuber. (laughs) Smash that like button, guys. (laughs)
1: Can
2: we get 10,000 likes (laughs) on this video?
0: (laughs) You can never, like, just, like click the like button you have to smash it. there's violence involved yeah (laughs) but uh no violence involved on this episode of the coven podcast because we do not condone that (laughs) thanks for listening guys i have been your host daily wilhelm the witch of late links join me today was i want
1: to die matthew yap (laughs) (laughs) druid of depression
2: (laughs) (laughs) and and eric dingus and the the magician of memes
0: there's a lot of memes happening <laughs> out soon. There really is. Thanks for listening, guys, and tune in next week for more memes.